the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. Boy, may that be said of us, right? Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. You know, the Holy Spirit of God dwells in every believer. We are the temple of the Spirit of God, and we're supposed to walk in the Spirit. We're supposed to be led by the Spirit. So that wherever the Holy Spirit wants to go, we should go too. Following the Spirit. Following the leading of the Spirit. You've likely seen a tricked out car that has a lift and some sweet rims that shine and glint when they're moving. Maybe you hear a loud sound system with a deep bass that's booming all around you. One thing's for sure, that car gets your attention. In today's teaching, Pastor Dan describes what the prophet Ezekiel saw in a vision. It may not make a whole lot of sense to you, but what Ezekiel saw might cause you to think of something similar to a tricked-out car that's making a statement. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 1 with today's edition of Ring of Truth. He's just doing his best to describe it with the, the things that he's familiar with. Today, you would just take out your phone and, you know, take a selfie kind of thing of the picture and just post it on social media for everybody to see. But for him, he's got to describe it with his words. And that's what he's doing here. He's trying to describe these, these four living creatures. He said they had the likeness of a man. They looked kind of like men, uh, but they were different. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. He says in verse 7, Now their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. So they had straight legs like a human, but they had hooves like a calf. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings, on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. So they have their wings spread and their wings touched one another, these four living creatures. And so uh, it seems that they were in the shape of, of a square. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man. Each of the four had the face of a lion. On the right side, each of the four had the face of an ox. On the left side, and each of the four had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces, their wings stretched upward. Two wings of each one touched one another, and two covered their bodies. 
So he's just describing here what he sees. Now, over in chapter 10, verse 15, we are told that these unusual creatures that he's describing here, that these are cherubim. Cherubim. Now, cherubim are angelic creatures that we see in the Bible. Uh, And in the scriptures, they're always around the throne of God. They're always around the throne of God. We first meet them in Genesis chapter 3, verse 24 of Genesis, after Adam and Eve were expelled from the Garden of Eden and from the presence of God, God placed cherubim at the entrance to the garden with a flaming sword to prevent Adam and Eve from re-entering the garden. So that's the first time we see cherubim, all the way back in Genesis, all the way back at the Garden of Eden. Uh, We see them in the tabernacle that Moses built. We see them uh, on the lid of the Ark of the Covenant, on the mercy seat with their wings stretched out over the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant where God's glory dwelt. We see them in Solomon's temple in the Holy of Holies. Uh, In the book of Revelation, Revelation chapters 4 and 5, the Apostle John describes the same cherubim that Ezekiel describes here. He describes them there around the throne of God in heaven. And here in Ezekiel's description, these cherubim are not only around the throne of God, they seem to be bearing up, carrying the throne of God. Uh, And we see some imagery of this in the Psalms. I just want to read a couple Psalms to you. Uh, You don't have to turn there. Psalm 18, verse 9, speaking of the Lord, he bowed the heavens also and came down with darkness under his feet and he rode upon a cherub and flew. He flew upon the wings of the wind. So they're describing God uh, in heaven riding upon a cherub Uh, over in Psalm 80. Verse 1, give O O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. God dwelling between the cherubim. Again, in Psalm 99, uh, verse 1, the Lord reigns, let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim, let the earth be moved. Again, he dwells between the cherubim. We always see the cherubim around the throne of God, God dwelling in their midst. And he tells us here that these cherubim, well, they looked like men. They had the body of a human. They had straight legs like a human, feet like those of a calf. They had four faces. They had four wings. They had human hands. In verse 10, again, he he tells us about their four faces. One was the face of a man. On one side was the face of a lion, on the other side was the face of an ox, and on the fourth side, the face of an eagle. Very, very unusual looking creatures. You know, if you, if you go online, you can find all kinds of artistic interpretations of what Ezekiel describes here with these, with these cherubim. There's so many variations, I think that, uh, you know, what you're picturing in your mind, if you're picturing anything at all, is, is fine. Here's what I can tell you. You may not have a clear picture of what they look like here in Ezekiel chapter 1. It's hard for you to imagine. When you get to heaven and you stand before the throne of God, you'll recognize the cherubim. You'll say, okay, that, there they are. That's, that's got to be the cherubim. I see the four faces. I see the wings, the whole deal. That's the cherubim. That's what they look like. So now that brings us to verse 12. 
It says, and each one went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And they did not turn when they went. Now, I love this description in verse 12. It says they went straight wherever the spirit wanted them to go. And they didn't turn when they went. They didn't go on the basis of their own will, but they went where the spirit wanted them to go. And they didn't turn away from that way. And I read verse 12 and I I think, man, let that be true of us. May we always walk straight wherever the Holy Spirit leads us and never turn aside or go astray. Just to walk in the Spirit and walk a straight path following Jesus Christ. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright and out of the fire went lightning. Now, the burning coals of fire and the torches are, again, symbols in the scriptures of the presence of God and the glory of God. So the glory of God is in the midst of these cherubim present with them wherever they go. What a picture. Verse 14, it says, And the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. So they're they're going back and forth constantly in motion, constantly on the go, constantly working. Again, remember, Ezekiel is by the river Kibar in Babylon, a thousand miles away from home. And they're sitting by the river and they're weeping, they're broken hearted. And maybe they're asking, where is God? Doesn't God see us? Why isn't God doing anything? And then Ezekiel has this vision where the heavens are open and he has this vision of God. And, and, and he sees here God in all of his glory. And he sees the motion and the activity and the working. God is at work. God is on his throne. Now, verse 15 introduces the four wheels here, uh, the wheels within the wheels. And this is probably the most uh, uh, most famous part of Ezekiel's vision here. There's uh, kids songs that they sing and children's ministry about the wheel within the wheel. There's old hymns and spiritual songs that talk about the wheel within the wheel. Now, as I looked at the living creatures, behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature With its four faces, the appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the color of beryl and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their working was, as it were, a wheel in the middle of the of a wheel. So you had a wheel within a wheel. So there's four wheels, each with a a kind of an intersecting wheel. And each wheel is associated with one of the cherubim. Verse 17, and when they moved, they went toward any one of four directions. They did not turn aside when they went. Uh, So the wheels could go in any direction. And this, you know, this kind of represents the omnipresence of God, that God is everywhere. As for the rims, check out the rims now on these wheels. They were so high. And they were awesome. (laughs) This is really tricked out. 
rig he's got here. Big giant tires on it, you know, monster truck tires. And the rims on this thing were awesome. And the rims were full of eyes all around the four of them. So this, the high uh, rims uh, symbolize the omnipotence of God, that God is all-powerful, and the fact that the rims were full of eyes is symbolic of God being omniscient, uh, all-knowing. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Again, Ezekiel is a captive in Babylon. He's far from home. He's isolated. He's anxious among, you know, with the other Jewish people that are there. Their future is uncertain. There's all kinds of different reports while they're there in Babylon. There's all these false prophets that are saying, we're not going to be here very long. We're going to go home soon. This is all going to be over soon. And so people don't really know what to believe about their future. And in the midst of his circumstances, the heavens open up. Ezekiel receives a vision of God. And in this vision, Ezekiel is reminded that God is omnipotent, that God is omnipresent, and that God is omniscient. That God was with Ezekiel and Babylon. God saw what was happening to the Jewish people. And God is is all powerful. And God is at work. God is on the move. What a good reminder for us. That brings us to verse 19. Look at verse 19. When the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. Because there the Spirit went. And the wheels were lifted together with them, for the Spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, these went. When those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up together with them, for the Spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. They moved according to the Spirit of God. I love the phrase... In verse 20, wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. Boy, may that be said of us, right? Wherever the Spirit wanted to go, they went. You know, the Holy Spirit of God dwells in every believer. We are the temple of the Spirit of God, and we're supposed to walk in the Spirit. We're supposed to be led by the Spirit. So that wherever the Holy Spirit wants to go, we should go too. Following the Spirit. Following the leading of the Spirit. Not walking in the flesh. Not doing what we want to do. Not doing what our flesh wants to do. But doing what the Holy Spirit wants to do. May we be led by the Spirit. And not by the flesh. Wherever 
the Spirit wants to go, may we go as well. It's a good reminder for us. Verse 22 now, Ezekiel describes uh, the firmament or the expanse that was above the heads of the creatures. So you've got these four wheels, you've got these four creatures, and now above that you have this firmament, this expanse. It says in verse 22, the likeness of the firmament above the heads of the living creatures was like the color of an awesome crystal. Maybe you've seen crystal, but have you seen awesome crystal? This firmament was like awesome crystal stretched out over their heads. So this this crystal expanse above the heads of the cherubim and under the firmament, their wings spread out straight one toward another. So it seems here that they're they're holding up this firmament with their wings. Each one had two which covered one side and each one had two which covered the other side of the body. Uh, verse, um, verse 24, when they went, I heard the noise of their wings like the noise of many waters, like the voice of the Almighty, a tumult like the noise of an army. And when they stood still, they let down their wings, they were silent. A voice came from above the firmament that was over their heads. Whenever they stood still, they let down their wings. So God is above, speaks, and whenever God speaks, they stand still. They let down their wings. They're silent. Be still and know that I am God. And these cherubim are still when God speaks. Verse 26, and above the firmament over their heads, look what it says, was the likeness of a throne. Again, Ezekiel's just describing what he sees And he says, I saw what was like a throne. Wasn't like any throne Ezekiel had ever seen before. He says it was like a throne. In appearance like a sapphire stone. And on the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Ezekiel sees the throne of God. And on the throne he sees what has the appearance of. Of a man sitting on that throne. That of course is Jesus Christ. Sitting on his throne in heaven. He's sitting on his throne. He's not not in heaven. Pacing the floors of heaven. Worrying about the Babylonians. He's not in heaven. Stressing out. Because of the captivity. Of the Jewish people. He's not in heaven. Panicking. Because he didn't see this coming. No, he's sitting on his throne. He's in heaven, seated on his throne. And guess what? God is in heaven right now, and he's not worried about the economy. He's not worried about the stock market or the rising unemployment. God is in heaven, seated on his throne. God is in heaven, seated on his throne. And I believe one of the takeaways for us from Ezekiel chapter 1 is that despite what is going on in the world and what is happening in the world, God is still on his throne in heaven. We might be anxious. We might be freaking out. God is not. He is still on his throne. He's still in control. He's still sovereign. Now, Ezekiel goes on here to give us a further description of this man seated on the throne that we know as Jesus Christ. 
Look at verse 27. Also from the appearance of his waist upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around it. Again, this is the glory of God. He's seeing the glory of God. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around. Verse 28, like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day, so was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. He sees the glory of God. And the glory of God is shining bright. And the glory of God has the appearance of a rainbow. Now, the rainbow reminds us of the covenant that God made to Noah. Way back in the Old Testament. You remember that back in Genesis. Remember now, remember that story of Noah after the flood, after Noah comes out of the ark, after all of the water has receded, after the storm is over, God makes this covenant with Noah and God puts a rainbow in the sky and Noah saw the rainbow in the sky. He saw it after the flood. He saw it after the storm was all over and everybody was safe. Ezekiel now and the Jewish people, they're in the midst of the storm. They're in Babylon. They're in captivity. And it's in the midst of the storm that Ezekiel sees the glory of God and he sees the rainbow in the storm. They're in exile. Their future's uncertain. And God shows Ezekiel his glory. And God shows Ezekiel the rainbow, the symbol of God's mercy. Man, I love this. In the midst of the storm, God reminds Ezekiel that he's a merciful God. And he's always been a merciful God. All the way back to Noah. God has shown himself to be a merciful God. That's just who he is. And Ezekiel here in verse 28, he realizes that he is looking at the glory of God in heaven. Again, here was Ezekiel and the Jewish people. They're in Babylon. They've been ripped from their own land. They're a thousand miles away. They're in the midst of this trial. They're anxious. They're fearful. Their future's uncertain. They're isolated. And it's in the midst of that trial. What does God do? God opens the heavens. And God shows Ezekiel that he's on the throne. And God reveals his glory to him. And God reminds him that he is a faithful God and that he's a merciful God. And that he's a covenant making God. And again, I can't help but look at what's going on in the world right now. And everything happening in the world right now. And I pray that in the midst of it, that God would open the heavens for us. And give us a vision of him just seated on his throne. Sovereign over all, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing. Seated on his throne in heaven. And that God would, would open the heavens, show us a vision of him, and show us his glory in the midst of everything going on around us. Just as he did for Ezekiel. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan as he teaches verse by verse through the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet of God, and though he was faced with the difficult job of speaking hard truths, he also spoke of great hope. Even though the Israelites were constantly disobeying God, God was still faithful to them and offered a way of restoration. This is what Ezekiel so boldly proclaimed, and this is what God also offers to you. If you'd like to learn more about Ring of Truth, we encourage you to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You'll also find information about the church behind this ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. We have a heart for spreading the gospel message to all we come in contact with, and all are welcome to come and worship with us at our location in Columbia, Maryland. If you're ever in the area on a Sunday morning, we'd love for you to join us for a time of worship and Bible study. We'll study God's Word together and strengthen each other through prayer and fellowship. Come by and meet Pastor Dan and all of us here at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. For service times and location information, visit calvaryec.com or give us a call at 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. That's all we have time for today, but be sure to join Pastor Dan as he shares more from the book of Ezekiel on the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know his voice and it only takes It's true.